G'day, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation and welcome back to the WP Elevation podcast. It has been a while, but we are going to kick this thing in the pants and get it back up on the air, uh, frankly, because it's so much fun, uh, I can't stop doing it. So in this episode, we've got a very special episode here where I'm going to talk to my good friend David Jennings, who has written a bloody book, a physical, look at this, it's not an e-book, it's a real book. We're going to talk about the process of writing the book, why he wrote the book, the marketing strategy behind it, and of course, what authority content actually is, and you're gonna get an opportunity to get your hands on the Kindle version of this absolutely free. So stay with us. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Dave Jennings, uh, welcome to the WP Elevation Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Again, this is your second time on the podcast. <laughs> does that put me in the elite few? It does, the elite few. Mm. In fact, I think there's only been maybe one other person who's been on the podcast twice, and I think that might be Seth Godin. Oh, wow. I know. In good company. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, now, I can't remember the episode number that you were on, but people can find it at WPElevation.com. We were talking about outsourcing on the last time mm, you were on the yep. podcast, and you were, in fact, at your place down in... Mount Martha. Mount Martha, yep. and we did it via Skype. Yeah. But now we're on the couch good, together. Good to do it in this person. Is, this is not Skype, is it? No, nah, this is... I, you know what I think we should do? I think we reality. should let people know that we're actually in the same place. Yep. I think we should hug. They're watching. They're watching. Oh. It's okay. There you go. <laughs> Physical contact proves that go. we're actually in did the you, same place. Who would have come through on the audio? On the same couch. <laughs> hey, uh, you've written a book. I know. Dude. Who would have thought? Like an actual book. A book book. Not an e-book. Yep. An actual book It's book. got thud factor. It's got thud factor. Bang. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. That's your book. Um, uh, so it's a book, and it's a good book. I've actually read this book. I read it on a plane. Nice. That's, it's, this is a one-sitting book. You can sit down and read this book and make yourself a beverage. Can I ask and, you a question? Yeah. When you read books, do you say the words as you read it in your head, or do you, like, chunk and read quicker? No, I say the words. Yep. So it depends. Sometimes I will speed read. Yep. And so when I speed read, um, I might, I, I generally just kind of look for the key words and I yep. try and piece it together. But I didn't do that with this book. No. Did you hear my voice when you read I it? Di- I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know you. Yeah. And so if I read a Seth Godin book, I imagine that Seth's just actually talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Which that's is why he writes all of his books. That's hard to through. do with a, for a lot of writers. And I've had a few people comment that's one thing that they enjoyed about it. Um, when they read it, it sounds like me yeah. and it, it, it's yeah, yeah. like I'm talking to yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, totally. Which is important for a book. Question, why did you write a book? Yeah, I think uh, books are an important positioning tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that becomes part of your legacy. It's got good, long lifetime value. I'm all about doing work once that continues to pay for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You don't write a book to make lots of money from it. Um, at least from the royalties from the book, you actually make very little. Unless mm. you write something like a Harry Potter, mm. um, most people don't. So a lot of people go wrong. They start with the book first, but I think first you build out your back end, you get clear on your products and services and what it is that you're selling, and then the book becomes a fantastic front end. It's a very easy, low-risk way for someone to get to know you and for you to demonstrate that you know your stuff. Yep. And then if people enjoy it and they resonate, then they want to find out more. So I felt like it was the final you know, missing chapter in, in what I've built with my business. Yeah. There's lots to unpack here because mm-hmm. you've actually just said a lot that takes has taken me years to get my head around. So the first thing I want to unpack is that you don't actually make a lot of money out of writing a book. No. Why is that? 
Um, typically, they'll sell Amazon, you know, 20, 25 bucks for a physical book. Mm-hmm. Um, it costs anywhere between 10 to $15 to print and ship. Right. So that doesn't really leave that much. Amazon yep. wants their cut as well. Yep. Um, so there's very little there. Uh, Kindles, you'll sell for 10 bucks. Like yep. you've got to sell a heck of a lot of books when you're making, you know, five, 10 bucks a book yep. um, for it to be worthwhile. So it's, yeah, it, it's clear that that's not where the money is. So, and you talked about having products and services on the back end of the funnel, if you like, mm. and that's, that's the book is leading customers to buy a product or clients to engage in a service. Yeah. So for those that don't know, what, like what, what is on, we'll talk about the book in a moment, but what is on the back end of authority content? If someone buys the book and reads the book and says, okay, well, I've learned something here. This Dave Jennings guy knows what he's talking about. What's the obvious next step for the reader? Yeah. So this was, um, an, uh, it wasn't really a debate for me, but I had chatted with other experts who had suggested when you write a book, you make it useful but incomplete. Uh-huh. And the idea is you kind of build something up and now I've got the secret. You have to come to pay me lots of money to find out the secret, join the mastermind right. group or the next level. Right. For me, that didn't sit so well and resonate. I think all of the good books that I've ever read and the ones that get shared are the ones that lay out the complete strategy mm-hmm. and offer the most value. This this is a, a book where I wanted to deliver a lot of value because it, it takes a whole bunch of work to get it done. So the book in itself um, is standalone. You should be able to take this, consume it, and get enough out of it. And depending on where you are in business, we do have uh, solutions which are the back end of the book. It could be, okay, maybe you want to level it up. Maybe you're a, a do-it-yourselfer, but you want to go a little bit deeper. So there's a home study course. Or maybe it's um, we've got a done-for-you type service it's where we actually implement authority content in the process for businesses in their business. Gotcha. Um, so it's uh, it's for everybody. I'm not selling. This is not a selling book. This is a delivering value book. Yeah. Um, but people are at different levels, and if they want more, they can, you know, yep. dig in more. There are some other benefits of writing a book. So I just want to talk a little bit about. Obviously, someone buys the book. They read it. They understand the concepts. They think this is a good idea. They need it done for them. They yep. can they can come to you and become a client yep. or they want to explore it more and do it themselves. They can buy a home study course to study yeah. at home or online yep. and learn how to do it themselves. But there are some other reasons behind writing a book. One thing that you've taught me over the years is that if you think you know your stuff, mm. the best way to really level up your game and, and get your stuff together is to teach others and to, and to write and to document it and write yeah. it down. Yep. So this is also a way of you improving your service offering because yep. you you can pull the wool over your own eyes for so long, can't you? But <laughs> yep. you can't pull the wool over someone's eyes when you put it out in a book. You've got to be proud to hand a book and go, there's no fluff in that. Yep. I'm actually really proud of it. Yep. And uh, for me, like, and this probably comes from an earlier podcast, so it's definitely worth having listened to the earlier WP Elevation episode. Um, we were talking about outsourcing and processes and systems. This is the system for the way that we market business. Yep. I've not uh, held anything back. Uh, I've got numerous case studies, our own businesses, clients' businesses, mm. uh, and something that I've been doing over a very long time. And that comes back to something that you had said uh, earlier, just before we started uh, interviewing. You had asked me whether or not there's some trepidation around releasing a book, and who am I to yeah. write a book? Yeah, yeah. Um, and one thing with this particular topic is because I've done it so long and over such a long period of time, uh, and I've got so many case studies and I've proven it and I, f- I feel it to my core that this is the best marketing strategy that I've got. Yep. Um, 
I'm actually very proud to release it. So I didn't have any trepidation. And right. there's a lot of other benefit that comes from re- releasing the book as well. Like that that tightening of the thinking you were talking about. Yeah. This uh, caused us to tighten up all of our systems and processes. So there's a lot of benefit byproduct even before someone even buys the book. Yeah. It's just helped us yeah. level up. And it is the ultimate authority <clears throat> piece, isn't it? Like, you, you know, you, the, the classic phrase, well, uh, you know, she wrote the book on... Mm parenting she wrote the book on single parenting at home you know he wrote the book on adwords he wrote the book on you know filmmaking on a budget it's the ultimate authority piece and it it really is the modern day business card i mean i can't think of any reason these days to have a business card but hand over a book it's like well here you go there's a gift read that it's the ultimate positioning statement now i think one of the reasons that it's such a good um authority positioning piece too is because most people want to write a book, won't actually do it because it's an enormous amount of work. Yeah, so yeah. the yep. actual barrier to writing a book is so high that it just eliminates most people because they yep. just won't do it. So let's talk a little bit about the process of writing the book. How did you get started? I think that's really important to narrow on, on that idea. People know that uh, it's important but not urgent. There are a lot of things yeah, yeah. in business yep. that are important but not urgent, and those are the things that always get delegated down. Yeah. Uh, writing a book, certain type of marketing, processes, procedures. Um, obviously, I'm coming at, at business with my lens and the way that I look at the world. Um, and those are things that I see are very important, but I know most business owners never get around to. Yep. So creating that space is a, a huge hurdle um, because most businesses are stuck in the day-to-day and they yep. don't find the time to do that. But this is a demonstration that we've got – am I allowed to swear? We've got our shit together to yeah, a point totally. um, where – I'm able to have the business run itself and this gives me the opportunity to step outside and do this. So that in itself is is very representative. So yep. um, that said though, I mean, uh, the idea of looking at a blank screen, a Word document and thinking, right, I'm going to write 50,000 words or mm. 30,000 words is a tall order for anyone. Mm. And there are different programs out there that help people write books. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done some work uh, with some different clients and things like that in that space. And I've seen a lot of people stumble. So part of what authority content is because it, it is a process uh the the idea of think taking all of your thinking mm-hmm. uh batching it into a one day workshop slash presentation yep and then taking that and then we repurpose it we do a lot of things we might drill into that or you'll get the book and you'll you'll learn about that anyway let's try yeah. and talk about uh different topics yeah um but the final chapter in the book is now that you've presented this you take the transcripts mm-hmm. and then you give that to a ghostwriter and they have first go now if you've presented the material it's in your voice so that's one of the ways that as you read this book it feels like it's me because it is me yeah but it's been uh infinitely easier to give the transcripts and then have version one as you know i'm a little bit ocd i can't help i wanted to get in there and really tweak this perfect it polish it and make it really great i didn't want to just take what the ghostwriter gave me and then put it straight back out yeah but i took his first version and then did a lot of work on it. It was just so much easier for yeah. me to start with yeah, yeah, draft yeah. one that's right. than that blank page. So that's, yeah, this is the best example of itself. Yeah. So a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> I've, I've, you know, one of the, in the web design world that I come from, one of the reasons I love prototyping straight away is because if you're looking at a, if you're looking, if you're talking to a client about what they want and they've got a vision in their head, the quickest way to get on the same page is to 
draft something up really quickly in the browser, just like a black and white version of events, because then all of a sudden you start having a meaningful conversation. Whereas looking mm. at a blank screen, yep. it's very hard to get the ball rolling. So uh, totally hear you on that. And the thing that I really liked about this book, because I've seen so many books over the years, and there's a real method that a lot of people promote that you just um, you just are interviewed on Skype by a ghostwriter, they take the recording, they get it transcribed, and that's the book. And I've actually bought books over the years where I open it up, and it's literally the transcription mm. with all the ums and ahs left in it. I'm like... I just kind of feel like I've been a little bit ripped off. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. buying a transcription. I want to. I'm buying a book, and a book I think is very different to a transcription. So I was yeah. I was pleasantly surprised when this wasn't just a transcription. So just to recap, um, deliver your content in a one day workshop. Take the transcriptions from that workshop. Give it to a ghostwriter who comes back with a first draft. Yep. Then you polished uh, it, from polished it in. Yep. Did you then have an editor go through it? Yep, this is a technique that I learned when I was back in the stock market space when, when I wrote my first study guide. You go to your community, um, if you've got an audience already listening, yep. and you say to them, I'm writing a book and I'm looking for some proofreaders first up. So I actually gave this, the very first version went out to about 10 to 15 people within the community. I just printed it up on A4 mailed it out, right. included little fun-sized Mars bars that went out with them, <laughs> which m- melted, by the way, because I sent it out at summer. So that, that was kind of a good discussion point. They go, yeah, I got the transcript and the melted chocolate. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then they did the first draft. I got them to write on it. And then they mailed me the copies back. Right. Um, so that was the first wave. I've actually had quite a few. Obviously, um, for those of you who've been following my work, my mum's involved in anything, transcription, proofreading, all yeah. that. So she had uh, the look after that. Then uh, Tim Reed, good yep. mutual friend of ours, yep. uh, referred someone that uh, did the edit on his book. Yep. Um, uh, she had another go, and then basically I've had a few people since there. So the, the copy that you've got here is the copy just before it's going to Amazon because we did another edit right. after the first print run oh. uh, because you'll notice in page five or six there's a duplicate paragraph. Oh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's, it's always about polishing, improving. At some point, there'll probably be a version two of this. Like yep. I'm, I'm always- Updated. Yeah, yeah revised I'm always about thinking about, you're constantly leveling up. Yep. Um, I needed it to get it to a certain standard, but then there was a point where I had to say, time yep. to get this bad boy published. Okay, so we were talking before, I used to play in bands when I was in my 20s. I apologize to anyone who was ever at a gig or had one of our CDs. I'm sorry, it was a phase I went through. Um, <laughs> by the way, we've, we're live on Facebook here, streaming this live into Facebook. Ah, Hello, man. Facebook. I love your work. Uh, There's a bunch of people watching and leaving comments. Um, But one of the things I learned when I played in bands in my 20s is we went into a studio and made a little EP, five songs. We were very excited about it. Someone said to me before we went in, what's your marketing strategy? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a rock star. I want to make records. I think I'm David Bowie. We got 500 copies of the CD printed up. I think I still have 350 copies in my (laughs) office upstairs because we had no marketing strategy. So... The amount of work that goes into writing a book, we know that writing a book is a great positioning statement. We know that it's great. It instantly positions you as the authority. But isn't it important to have a marketing strategy in place before you write the book? And what does that marketing strategy look like? Yeah. The marketing, uh, once you write the book, it actually feels like at the time you go, woohoo, I'm done. But you're actually (laughs) probably about 60% done. I reckon there's just as much... The, the marketing comes together a lot quicker because you've got a very set deadline. Yeah. Um, when I wrote the book, I mean, it took a good couple of years because it was easy, you know, it's important but not urgent. So yeah. it kept on moving down. Whereas yeah. now that we've set the date, everything comes together very quickly, but it's like a pressure cooker. 
Yeah. So um, the way to market, one, it is good to have an audience. I think that's uh, important. Over the time, you want to take people on the journey of developing the book. So I had people who read the transcript. I was posting you know, the cover on my Facebook saying, hey, does the cover look good? Right. I had a bit of a competition asking people about the tagline, bread Hodginson actually won, uh-huh. and we ended up doing the simple system for building your brand sales and credibility. That whole process of taking people on the journey and getting them involved, oh. that's really key. Yeah. And that they become your biggest raving fans. Uh, and over the years, like I try and put as much good stuff out as I can, and I always try and give more value than I ever ask. Yeah. And this is probably about the first time that I've ever really gone out to uh, fro- close friends and colleagues and said, now I need some help. Yep. And I'm getting a lot of people going, yep, I'll mail for you. Yep, yep. I'll interview. Yep. Because it, it's kind of like give, 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 give. Yep. And it's such, that's the other great thing about a book. Very easy for someone to promote a book. Yep. Um, it's hard yep. to jump on somebody's podcast and then at the end say, right, I want to pitch my you know $300 coaching program yep. or my whatever. Yep. But I'm pitching a $25 book that you buy yeah. on Amazon. Everybody's yeah. happy to promote that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's opening up doors and then you find you you secure a few people like interviews and um, guest posts and it becomes almost like it starts to build momentum and snowball and people want to be involved in the excitement that's going on. You know, they're seeing the thunder clap and we've just crossed 750,000 um, social reach on that and now I'm getting awesome. people in the US um, just that we've started doing some outreach to and I, I've tried to fire as many arrows as I can uh, and some are hitting and then some aren't but it's all about the volume of the, the number of arrows I'm shooting so for another little strategy there's lots of strategies we've done um, one that I think will be really smart is um, I've paid for someone to do one of those roundup expert posts. Oh, yeah. So we've outreached to about 45 people that I didn't already have a relationship with. Yep. Um, and we're creating a post on, hey, if you were going to build up your authority, what are the three steps that you would do? Gotcha. And that will launch at the same time the book launches. So they're going to be happy to share because it's them in the guest post. It's yep. a nice, nice way for me to open up dialogue with them. Yep. So that's one strategy. I've got yep. a, Another yep. strategy where we're we're doing you know quite large outreach to a lot of different podcasters and things like that. So yep. we almost need to probably sit down and list out. Then there's the the pre-launch content. I mean, I'm coming into launch week now. I've got more content than I've probably done in just about any book or any launch that I've ever done. Um, great solid content with very little call to action, just good, useful, helpful content yep. that I'm I'm releasing, and it's for a a book, $25 like book. a twenty-five dollar book, yeah. and I'll give the Kindle away free. Yeah. That's another strategy. Um, Amazon has this program where uh, if you sign up exclusive to them for the first ninety days, they'll let you give the Kindle away for free for the first five days, ah. and they count each download as though it were a purchase. Right. And that's how yeah. a lot of people get Amazon bestseller, bestseller because they'll get a spike. They'll get a lot of within those first five days. Then it starts to appear in, hey, people who have bought this have also bought that. Gotcha. Uh, and then it starts to appear when people search content marketing oh. into Amazon. Then yep. it starts to pop up as a, uh, a recommended read and yep. it moves higher up their rankings. And then you kind of hit escape velocity. And then you start to get people in an outside circle of people who've never heard of you are just, yep. what's going on here? There's yeah, excitement, there's buzz, there's yeah, buzz yeah, yeah. and they want to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Thunderclap. For those that don't know, thunderclap.it. That's all I'm going to say. Go check it out. Thunderclap.it. I think I learned that from you. Thunderclap's awesome. We love it. 
Um, you should document the process. I know Dan Norris did this uh, a couple of years ago for the Seven Day Startup or Content Machine, the, whatever, whichever book it was. He documented the process of the book marketing strategy. Yeah. You should document this because yeah. I actually think it's a. It's kind of weird that we're, you've written a book. <laughs> It's very meta. It's like it's like it's like having a podcast about podcasting. Yeah, I always find those things a bit weird. Or it's like digital marketers who sell digital marketing products to digital marketers. You know, um, this is a book on authority content, and it is the ultimate authority content piece. Um, and the final chapter teaches you how to write the book. How to write the book. So it now is the final. The completion of the final chapter of itself. Yes, that's it's almost like Inception like. I know it is. That's right. Um, but the, I think the the what you just talked about there, the whole marketing strategy of the book, you should definitely document that at some point, um, even for, like for your own purposes. So the next time you write a book, it's easier to roll out. Uh, but also, I think it would be. I think those kind of things. That's the kind of content that gets shared a lot. Yeah. You know? So so it's very hard to get. It's very hard to get published as an author. It's much easier to publish it yourself. But when you're publishing it yourself, you have to own the marketing strategy yourself. And that's the kind of thing that people go looking for, right? How yeah. do I market my own book? Yep. That's great advice because yeah. that's right at the uh, front of the funnel of when someone would be finding this most useful too, the book. Yeah. So that, that's excellent. I need to take that idea and then introduce the concept of authority content. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about is... Um, books, it seems that there are lots of uh, books written by consultants and coaches and, and people who provide services. What if, what if you're selling a product? Like what if you're, mm-hmm. and, I know, and, and I know that you've actually done the authority content thing with people who sell products. Yeah. So tell us one of those stories. One that comes to mind, um, there's, there's a couple actually. One that I talk about in the book that's really good is um, Compass Pools, which yeah. is a swimming pool manufacturer. Yeah. They sell they're one of Australia's leading swimming pool manufacturers. They sell fifty, sixty thousand dollars swimming pools. Yep. So we went, took them through this process of authority content, deployed it in their business. Now they're not going to um, sell a home study course on how to build your own swimming pool. No. Like that seems ridiculous. Yeah. So what we did is we created a swimming pool buyer's guide. Uh, where it had a series of video content that answers the questions people ask prior to them making a swimming pool purchase. Should I go for fiberglass or concrete? Um, How close can I build to my house? Uh, If I'm building a new home, at what point do I start planning for a swimming pool? How long does it take to build a swimming pool? All these types of questions that they know their target market is asking just prior to them making a swimming pool purchase. Now, developing that, uh, and then we took that content, repurposed it, YouTubed it, transcribed it, um, split the audio out, set up, you know, iTunes account, SoundCloud. Like, I mean, we just hit it absolutely everywhere. Um, And then the final piece for them, they cherry-picked the best bits and turned it not into a book book. It's almost like a magalog because it's different for every single business, Uh, right? Um, Sometimes it makes sense... This authority content framework is so strong. Once you understand the framework, you can then pivot based on the business. So if you think about buying a swimming pool, it's such a visual process Mm. and you want to look at beautiful Mm. pictures of ace swimming pools and stuff like that. So that's what they did. They created a magazine that answered some of the frequently asked questions, has beautiful photos, and then when someone comes to their website and uh, they can request this magazine that they get sent out, it's free. And it's just, again, a great introduction yep. into Compass Pools. So there's a lot we did with that and the results they've got 
Yeah, it's it's fantastic, and it's very difficult to just measure exactly one outcome. Yep. Like they don't. Yes, it drove them traffic. Yes, it helped with uh, increased conversion. But more than that, they had things like the lead salesperson who went out and met yeah. one of the clients. I love this story. Yeah, I love this story. So he he rocked up to their house. The wife says, "Oh, great to see you again. Come in." Um, and he's thinking in his head, "I've never met you before." <laughs> um, the husband's there. They're sitting down. I thought, well, I'm not going to say anything. 20 minutes later, it's very clear that she feels like she's met him before. He knows he has never met her before. So he thought, look, if I let this go on any further, I'm going to embarrass her. So I need to let her know or politely ask if we've met. So he said, have we met before? And she's like, oh, yeah, we've met before. I'm sure we have. And the husband's chimed in and said, yep, um, you know, and and referenced some couple of things that made him think, maybe they have met me before. And it wasn't until about 20 minutes later that the husband goes, I know where we know you from. You're the guy from the videos on the Compass Pools website. We've watched two hours of your videos before you ever stepped foot inside the house. That changes the dynamic. He's a mini celebrity. He's the guy on the YouTube channel. They felt like they knew him already. And you'd get this with your podcast. I bet you when you meet people Mm -hmm. at, um, you know, different word camps that you go and speak at and all the different events, you'd have people come up and, you know, it's like they already know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. 100%. Now, you did mention that this is going to be available. The Kindle version of this is going to be available for free yep. for five days only yep. on Amazon starting what date? Uh, August 11th. August 11th. There is one caveat, though. What is that? Uh, if you take up that uh, free book within the first five days, you need to share it with everybody that you know. All right. So take it and then pass go. it out. Like, Get that's it? part of it. I need to have this spread as virally as possible. And I know this book will make a lot of difference for a lot of businesses and business owners who struggle to put out content. That's that's the biggest thing. Most businesses um, online and even just the marketplace in general is getting more and more noisy. Absolutely. It's harder and harder to get attention. Most business owners know to have some sort of online presence, you need to be creating some form of content. Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to back that up because Mm. when we had the launch here a few weeks ago, I spoke uh, for seven and a half minutes, actually. I watched the video back. Felt like I was on stage for three minutes, but it was actually seven and a half. Uh, And we deployed this method in WP Elevation. I did one 45-minute presentation called 101 Ways to Elevate Yourself and Demand Higher Fees. Some of you will have already seen that online. That one piece of content we cut up into 101 different blog posts, 101 podcast episodes, and 101 videos, and it became our entire content marketing strategy for two years. (laughs) Um, That business is now a seven-figure-a-year business. So this thing here could be worth a million dollars to your business. It absolutely works. Um, The link that you need to go to to get the copy of uh, this book for free, the Kindle version for free for the first five days as of August 11 uh, on Amazon is wpelevation.com slash acbook. That's for authority content book. wpelevation.com slash acbook. Uh, that will take you where you can get the Kindle version of this for free for the first five days. And please, as Dave mentioned, share it out with as many of your colleagues and friends and family as you can, because this is a game changer. Hey, thank you very much for joining us on the yeah. WP Elevation thank podcast you for, having for the me. second time. Thanks for coming back. Uh, I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, go elevate.